G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. If someone told you that you were a slave, how would you react? Probably like 99.9% of us, you'd exclaim, Hey, I'm not a slave, I'm free. And yet it turns out that many, many people are wandering around with a very real slave mentality. And that, that's something that Jesus wants to do something about. Hi, I'm Bernie Diamond. Great to be back with you again. Today we're going to take a look at your freedom in Christ from a different perspective. The greatest tragedy I see in people's lives is that they've become slaves to their circumstances, to their passions, to the ways of this world, slaves to a whole bunch of things that promise so much and yet have left their lives empty and hollow and bereft of meaning and purpose and things that ultimately lead to destruction. You and I go through a lot of trials in life, things that tear at our flesh and tear at our emotions. But when you stop and think about it, we were made to be at peace. We were made to experience perfect peace and satisfaction and contentment. How do I know that? Because when I look back to see how God created us from the beginning, it's exactly what I see. Adam and Eve were in that beautiful garden living the perfect life until they turn their backs on God. Genesis chapter 2 gives us the most beautiful picture of the perfect life that God has planned for us. But of course, humanity, you and me included, turned our backs on God. And so sickness and trial and temptation and the consequences of rebellion against God all entered this world. It's why we have to suffer, as Shakespeare called it, the slings and arrows of outrageous fortunes. That's why things happen to us that we would never choose for ourselves. That's why we end up doing things to other people that really we wish we hadn't done. And that's why we're so powerless to save ourselves from continuing in a life that falls so far short of that beautiful, perfect ideal that God has planned for us. So people, you and me included, carry all this baggage around through life, baggage that gets heavier and heavier as the years pass. And whether we realise it or not, we can become slaves to that sin. We may not call it that, but all that weight on our shoulders becomes the norm. It drains the life out of us. And so we live as though it is the norm. We live as though slavery to sin and all its consequences is a normal state. Well, I'm here to tell you, wake up today, because it's just not normal. It's anything but normal. It may be common, it's just not normal. Yet all too many are slaves without realising it. Have a listen to this discussion that Jesus had with some Jews, God's chosen people. John chapter 8, verses 31 to 36. You see, then Jesus said to the Jews who had believed in him, If you continue in my word, you are truly my disciples, and you will know the truth, and the truth will make you free. They answered him, Hang on, we're descendants of Abraham. We've never been slaves to anyone. What do you mean by saying it'll make us free? And Jesus answered them, Very truly, I tell you, everyone who commits sin is a slave to sin. The slave does not have a permanent place in the household. The son has a place there forever. So if the son sets you free, you'll be free indeed. You see, they didn't realise they were slaves. They saw themselves as God's chosen people, not as slaves to their sin. 
Slaves were those people they had at home, Gentiles for the most part, who served them. But they themselves, as God's chosen people in their eyes, were free. But Jesus, as he has a habit of doing, goes straight to the heart of the reality. He says, look, guys, whoever commits sin is a slave to sin. And his thing, if we're living in some sin that we're holding out on in our relationship with God, that slavery has terrible consequences. See, you can never have a deep, wonderful, intimate relationship with God. You can't live your life in confidence in Jesus because every moment of every day, the guilt that your conscience is so sensitive to robs you of that ability. Think about it. A man who's cheating on his wife, can he truly have a wonderful, intimate, perfect relationship with his wife while he's cheating on her behind her back? He can pretend. He can deceive his wife, although eventually she'll realise. But deep in his heart... He can't know the bliss of an intimate, exclusive relationship with his wife because his conscience condemns him. God gave you and me a conscience for a very good reason. He gave us a sense of touch so that when we touch something hot, it'll hurt and we'll pull away before we really injure ourselves badly. Our conscience serves exactly the same purpose. When we stubbornly refuse to yield one particular area of our life to God, Our conscience robs us of the peace and the joy we're meant to have. And the purpose of that is to get us to turn away from that thing before it seriously hurts us. I've met people who've been seeking the sort of relationship with Jesus we've been talking about in this series, the sort where no matter what comes their way, gives them that quiet confidence in him, confidence in Jesus. And yet they continue on as slaves to their sin living with a slave mentality that will always, in 100% of cases, rob them of the very thing that they're looking for. Let me ask you kindly but plainly today, are you one of those people? Because if you are, if you're yearning for that confidence and peace and joy in Christ Jesus, but your sin is robbing you of it, I've got an answer for you today. It comes directly from God's Word, Romans chapter 6, verses 1 to 14. And this word from him is the power of to set you free, to utterly transform your life. Have a listen. What then are we to say? Should we continue in sin in order that grace might abound? By no means. How can we who die to sin go on living in it? Don't you know that all of us who've been baptised into Christ Jesus were baptised into his death? Therefore we've been buried with him by baptism into death. So that just as Christ was raised from the dead by the glory of the Father, so we too might walk in the newness of life. For if we have been united with him in a death like his, we will certainly be united with him in a resurrection like his. We know that our old self was crucified with him so that the body of sin might be destroyed and we might no longer be enslaved to sin. For whoever's died is freed from sin. But if we've died with Christ, we believe that we will also live with him. We know that Christ, being raised from the dead, will never die again. Death no longer has dominion over him. The death he died, he died to sin once and for all. But the life he lives, he lives to God. So you also must consider yourselves dead to sin and alive to God in Christ. Therefore, don't let sin exercise dominion in your mortal bodies to make you obey their passions. No longer present your members to sin as instruments of wickedness. But present yourselves to God as those who have been brought from death into life and present your members to God as instruments of righteousness. For sin will have no dominion over you since you are not under the law, 
plant of grace. My friend, Jesus came to set you free. If you've put your trust in him, then two things have happened. Firstly, you have died to your sin. It no longer has power over you because Jesus squashed it at the cross. That's an historical, judicial, forensic fact. And secondly, because he rose again from the dead, he has brought you the power to be set free from sin. Do you believe in Jesus? Then you already have the power to overcome your sin. A power that none of us has in and of ourselves. It's a gift from God, this power. It's his power. It's the only power that there is that will set you free from the dominion and the consequences of sin. It's the only thing that will give you the confidence that you need to have in Jesus Christ. You're free. And so now, now you can choose not to let sin have dominion over your body. It'll be a battle. It'll be a struggle. But it's a war that you've already won. And my friend, as you yield yourself completely to Jesus, you will, I guarantee this, you will be filled with peace, with joy, with confidence in Him. How do I know? Because that's just how it works. If you don't believe me, give it a spin. It actually works. There are so many things that life throws at us that frankly undermine our confidence. That's why I'd love to send you a free copy of our latest life application booklet, Living a Life of Quiet Confidence. And hey, at the end of each chapter, you'll find some life application questions, kind of to to help you think through and apply this rubber-hits-the-road teaching right into the realities of your life. You see, God's Word is alive and active, so I'm praying that through this booklet, He will help you live the rest of your life with a quiet confidence in Christ. You can request your free copy right now. Just stop by at ChristianityWorks.com or give us a call toll-free on 1-300-722-415 and we'll send your booklet straight out to you in the post. Again, that's ChristianityWorks.com or 1-300-722-415. Hey, thanks so much for joining me. I'm Bernie Diamond, and I'll catch you again same time tomorrow with a different perspective. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.